22, if you would turn there, Psalms chapter 22. I appreciate the way Brother Tim opened this service this evening because it plays a little bit into, into the message, and you'll see why in just a moment. Psalms chapter 22, if you're like me and you hear the idea of commandments, commandments in the Bible... If you're like me, maybe the first place your mind goes to is something like the Ten Commandments. Maybe one of the most famous passages of Scripture there in the Old Testament, that list of Ten Commandments given to the, the Jewish people there. Or maybe your mind goes to an instance where Christ was approached and asked about what is the greatest commandment. And we know how he replied to love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. Or maybe your mind goes to a myriad other different commandments, different things throughout the Old and the New Testament of commandments about how you and I are to live our lives. But often, what I find interesting is the commandment that is repeated most throughout the entire Word of God is one that often we fail to either recognize as a commandment or live up to in our lives. And that is the commandment to praise the Lord. Over 250 times throughout the Bible, we are given the commandment to praise the Lord. And I don't know about you, but pastor mentions all the time when something is repeated in the Bible, it's there for emphasis. Something is repeated over 250 times. I feel like that's something that God wants us to pay very, very close attention to, to pay very close attention to. And so tonight, we're going to be going a little bit throughout the book of Psalms. If you're familiar at all with the book of Psalms, you'll know that uh, it would be the most common spot where we are told to praise the Lord. Of those 250 times, 150 of them take place within the book of Psalms. And for just a few moments this evening, we're going to be going throughout the book of Psalms, and we're going to be looking at four different questions regarding our praise. Regarding our praise. Four different questions, and then throughout the book of Psalms, we'll see the answers to those four different, those four different questions. On Sunday, Pastor was preaching about uh, a bit of our prayer life when it comes to uh, dealing with various different things. He, we looked at that a little bit. And that often gets a lot of attention, working on our prayer life. And that is obviously something that all of us could, could improve on and focus Amen. on. But tonight, for a moment, I want to focus on improving our praise life. Our praise life. Not something that we often consider. We often think about either our prayer life or, or our Bible reading or what we're, we're doing but I want to focus this evening on our prayer, or rather, excuse me, our praise life, and improving that even just a little bit. And I hope that as we look through these several different verses, we're going to be looking at a lot of scripture throughout the book of Psalms tonight. I hope that as we look at these, it will be a challenge to each one of us to improve the way we praise our God. Again, the most repeated commandment should be something that we put a lot of emphasis on, that we put a lot of focus on. And I hope that uh, it'll be a challenge and encouragement to each one of us as we learn to praise God better. You're in Psalm chapter 22. We'll be starting there. We'll be moving all back and forth throughout the book of Psalms with each one of these four questions. We'll be entirely within this book this evening. Um, but you'll, we'll, we'll be starting in Psalm chapter 22. The first question, and most of these would probably be very simple questions, but sort of a good check if you will, sort of a good reset in our mind. Question number one, and there's two answers to this question, but question number one is very simply, who are we to praise God to? 
Who are we to praise God to? Psalm chapter 22, verse 22, we'll see answer number one, and we'll look at several verses on this subject. We are to praise God to others. Again, very simple thought, very simple thought, and most of us immediately would think of that, but it's important to refresh our memory, to refresh our mind. Psalm chapter 22, verse 22, I will declare thy name, it says, unto my brethren in the midst of the congregation. Will I praise thee? Psalm chapter 22, David writing, saying, When I'm gathered with everybody else, I'm going to praise thee. In the midst of the congregation, will I praise thee? Turn over a few chapters to Psalm chapter 35. We'll be looking at several scripture references for each one of these as a reminder, as a refresher, as sort of a tune-up, if you will, for our praise life. Psalm chapter 35 we're looking at verse 18, a very similar thought here. I will give thanks in the great congregation. I will praise thee among much people. Psalm 22 said, in the midst of the congregation will I praise thee. Psalm 35 says, in the midst of much people will I praise thee. A um, couple chapters over, Psalm 42, 42. Who are we to praise God to? We're to praise God to others. It's to be an outward display of how good God has been to us. Amen. And that is to be expressed to others. Psalm chapter 42, verse number 4. Psalm 42, 4. When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day. We see here this multitude, David praising God when he's in the midst of people, when he's among other people. Psalm chapter 57, Psalm chapter 57, again, 152 times throughout the book of Psalms, we see the idea of praise, the commandment of praise being given. And David is saying, I'm praising God to other people. I'm showing other people how good God has been to us. Psalm chapter 57, verse 9, Psalm chapter 57, Verse 9 says, I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people. I will sing unto thee among the nations. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people. Again, the same idea of David showing that outward praise there. One more verse on this, this answer here, praising God to others. Psalm chapter 74. Psalm chapter 74, just a few over. Mentioned we'll be back and forth across the book of Psalms. We have a lot of scripture be looking at, but it's all within a fairly small section, so it shouldn't be too bad. Psalm chapter 74, verse number 8. Psalm 74, 8. Uh, that's the incorrect verse. I apologize for that. I'm not going to take the time to find the exact reference. I have it uh, written down for me. I'll just read it for you. It says, We will not hide them from their children, shewing to this generation to come the praises of the Lord and His strength and His wonderful works. That he hath done. The idea of showing not only to others, but to showing to the next generation the praises of God. One of the best ways that we can adequately praise the Lord is by showing it to others. I love the way, again, I mentioned, I love the way our brother Tim started the service this evening asking how God has been good to each one of us. That praise to others, that praise, whether it's in a church service, and we'll come back to that again later, whether it's in a church service, whether it's just in our daily conversation, it should be flowing out of us. It should be part of our everyday life. God Amen. has truly been so good to us that it should come out in our expressions to other people. We're to praise God to others. 
Second answer, if you will, to this first question, who are we to praise God to? And this is a little bit of a weird one, but we are to praise God to God. We are to praise God to God. Now, that sort of is a weird thought there. Um, we wouldn't necessarily going around praising other people to their face. It's sort of a weird thing, sort of almost a prideful thing. But when it comes to God, because of who he is, he is the one who is ultimate, ultimately worthy of all of our praise Amen. and all of our worship. And every good thing that can be said about God is worthy, is deserving to be said to him. So when we praise God to God, it is not in any form of uh, God becoming proud or anything like that. It is because he is so worthy of that praise. Back in your Bibles to Psalms chapter 9. Few verses on this thought. Psalms chapter 9. Each time we get an answer, we'll reset to the beginning of the book of Psalms and work through it so it's not completely back and forth. But Psalms chapter 9. I love these verses. Verse 1 and 2 I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will shew forth all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. Look what he says. I will sing praise to thy name, O thou most high. David here is saying, I'm going to be singing praises directly to you, directly to God. We're to be praising God to God. How much praise to God is there in our prayer time? I mentioned working on our prayer life. How much praise time is in our prayer life? Psalm chapter 46, a few chapters over. Psalm chapter 46. We're to praise God to God. It should be an outflowing in our own lives, in our conversations with other people, but it should also be outflowing in our relationship to God. Psalm 47, verse 6. Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises unto our King, sing praises. Verse 7. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. We'll come back to that verse 7 in a moment. But the idea of singing praises directly to our King, singing praises directly to our God is such an important one. Psalm chapter 86. Psalm chapter 86. Singing praises to our God. Praising God to God. Psalm chapter 86. And verse number 12. Again, David writing here. Psalm 86 verse 12. He says, I will praise thee. O Lord my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify thy name forever. I will glorify thy name forever. You read through the book of Psalms, and what you see is David was a man of praise. Throughout all of David's Psalms, even the ones where he was in trouble, even the ones where he was in distress, and there was an outpouring of worship, and there was an outpouring of praise directly to God. I believe these Psalms are a, a great indication of David's heart. And his mindset and his worship of God through these psalms, we can see him praising God to God. One more verse on this subject, Psalm chapter 104. Psalm chapter 104, and we'll look at verse 33. Psalm 104, verse 33. I will sing unto the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God. While I have my being, I will sing unto the Lord as long as I live. We're to be praising God to God. How much praise is there in our relationship with God? Pastor mentions it all the time, but that idea of uh, not simply having a relationship with God, of asking for things. 
and coming to him with needs. And yes, obviously that is a part of our walk with God and he's promised to supply all of our needs and all of those things, absolutely. But how much of our relationship with God is full of just simply praising him? He is so worthy, he is so magnificent, he is so awesome, and he is so deserving of all of our praise. How much of our praise is directed to him? Who are we to praise God to? Our praise is supposed to be an outflowing uh, from us to those around us. And it's supposed to be flowing out in our walk with God. We're to praise God to God. Um, We're to praise God to God. We're to praise God to others. Question number two. Question number two. First question was who are we to praise God to? Again, fairly simple questions. Fairly simple thoughts here. But just an idea of, if you will, a tune-up in our prayer life. Question number two. What are we to praise God for? Now, we could fill in all of these things with a number of very specific things. And we could go around the room and I guarantee each one of us could mention specific things in our lives. I don't necessarily want to focus on specific things, but a few broad areas, if you will. What are we to praise God for? Psalms chapter 28. Again, resetting back to the beginning. Psalms chapter 28. And for each one of these categories, each one of these answers, if you will, you could find many, many more verses. I'm sort of just cherry picking off the top here. There are so many more that you could read through and apply to each one of these. Um, But Psalms chapter 28, verse 7, David writing here, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiceth. And with my song will I praise him. We praise God because he is our help. He is our helper. Um, We're told he is a very present help in time of trouble. The fact that we can go to God and rely on him. The fact that he is our helper is a reason to praise God for. Again, very generic, uh, if you will, answers. And you could apply these to very specific areas in your life. But sort of just as an overview, God is our help. Psalm chapter 42, a couple chapters over. God is our help. We saw that in Psalm chapter 28. Psalm chapter 42. Verse number 5. Psalm 42, 5. Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I will yet praise him for the help of his countenance. We see the help there again, but I want to draw out of that verse that we can praise God because he is our hope. He is our help and He is our hope. The reason that we have any hope in this present life today is because of God, is because of His Word, because we know what He has promised us. And the fact that we have any hope in this life, that is a fact that we can praise God for. And again, you can go through and apply these to any specific areas in your life, but God is our hope in our life. Uh, A couple chapters over, Psalm chapter 63, God is our help. God is our hope. Psalm chapter 63. I like this one a lot. Psalms chapter 63. Psalms chapter 63, verse 3. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. How about this one? We can praise God quite simply because he loves us. Quite simply because he loves us. And that ought to be something that we never get over. What an incredible thought that is. That the God of the universe, the God who created everything with just a word knows each one of us and loves each one of us by name. John 3.16, we all could quote the verse, For God so loved the world. That is the world as a whole, and that is you and I. He looked through heaven, and He looked 
uh, through time, and he saw each one of our lives, and he saw someone that he loved enough to send his son to die for. That is such an awesome thought, because thy loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee. If nothing else is going right in our lives, we can praise God quite simply because he loves us. Because he loves us. Psalm chapter 106. Praise God because he is our help. He is our hope because he loves us. Psalm chapter 106. A few pages over. 106. You get two for the price of one in this verse. Psalm 106, verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. That's a phrase that you'll see over and over again throughout the book of Psalms. But we can praise God because he is good and because his mercy endureth forever. Amen. And we could preach many, many sermons and we could just focus for hours and hours and hours upon each one of those attributes. But his goodness, his mercy, the fact that we are not getting what we deserve as sinners. What an awesome thought that is because he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Psalm chapter 118. 118. A couple pages over. God is our help. God is our hope. He loves us. He is good. His mercy endureth forever. Psalms chapter 118. Look with me at verse 21. I will praise thee for thou hast heard me and art become my salvation. And praise God, because He is our salvation. Again, that built right on top of His mercy. That built on top of His love. And regardless of what else is going on in our lives, we can praise God because He is our salvation. What an Amen. awesome thought. Psalms chapter 139, last verse on this answer, if you will. And again, you could go through your Bibles, find Hundreds of more reasons to praise God. We're barely, barely even scratching the surface here. Just a few broad ones. Psalm chapter 139, verse number 14. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. You can praise God because he created us. We are not just some random clump of cells that somehow randomly occurred. We are someone created in the image of God, someone that God molded. And, and crafted and put together, Jeremiah tells us, in our mother's womb. What an awesome thought that is, that we are created exactly the way that God wants us. So many different things that we can praise God for. And again, nowhere even remotely close to an, an exhaustive list, but just a few things as maybe a reminder or a refresher of what we have in our lives that we can praise God for. What are we to praise God for? He's our help. He's our hope. He loves us, even when we in no way, shape, or form deserve it. He is good. Amen. He is merciful. He is our salvation. And He created us. He molded us. He fashioned us. We have so much that we can praise God for. How much of that is coming out, back to question number one, in our conversations, in our walk with God, and in the different areas of our life. So question number one, who are we to praise God to? We saw we're to praise God to others. And we're to praise God to God. Question number two, what are we to praise God for? We went through that list there. We won't go over every single one again. And again, nowhere near exhaustive, but just so many different things that we are to praise God for. Question number three. Question number three. This is one that we may not often think about. When are we to praise God? Amen. When are we to praise God? Back to the beginning of Psalms. Not necessarily the beginning, but resetting, if you will, through the book. Psalms chapter 18. 
Psalms chapter 18. Psalm chapter 18, verse 3, look there. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. That's a song that we often sing if you're familiar with it. I, can, I have a difficult, difficult time even reading it without doing it in a sing-songy voice as the song goes. But I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. This is an interesting one. We can praise God when we're in trouble. When we're in trouble. When we're in a difficult situation. David here. He's praising God before he's been saved from his enemies. Look what he says. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. He's praising God before the deliverance has come. He's praising God before he's been saved from his enemies. And when you and I find ourselves in a difficult situation, that is an awesome time to praise God. That is an awesome time to give evidence to how good he has been in our lives when we're in trouble. Psalm chapter 52. Psalm chapter 52. We saw one of the reasons that we can praise God is because he is our help. Psalm chapter 52. We'll see, if you will, the bookend to that thought. Psalm 52, verse number 9. I will praise thee forever, because thou hast done it. I will wait on thy name, for it is good before thy saints. It's sort of the book in there. I'll praise thee because thou hast done it. We can praise God when he helps us. That's an awesome thing to do. How often uh, do we go through lives and we see God answer our prayers and it's so easy just to move on. It's so easy just to keep going through our lives. Think the ten lepers that came to Christ. Nine of them were miraculously healed from that leprosy, but they just kept going. They just kept going through their lives and only one of them had the mindset, had the thought to turn back and come back and worship the Lord. How often do we allow answered prayers to go unpraised? I don't really know if that's a word, but to go unpraised in our lives. We can praise God when he helps us. We already saw that we praise him because he is our help. When that help comes through, we ought to be praising God when he helps us. We praise God when, when we're in that trouble and praise God when he brings that deliverance, when he helps us. Psalm chapter 91 Psalm chapter 91. Excuse me, Psalm chapter 92. Psalm chapter 92. Next chapter over. Verse 1 and 2 says, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. We're to praise the God morning and night. All throughout the day, there is no point in our day, in our week, when we are not to be praising God. Very simple thought there. And again, one that we would mentally take note of, but it's good to have a reminder. It's good to have a tune-up, if you will, the idea that we're to be praising God all day long. We're to be praising God throughout the day, from the moment we wake up to the moment we get, we lay our head down. Our, our life is to be one that is praising God. God, Psalm chapter 100, excuse me, Psalm chapter 100, just 100. I keep wanting to add another number there, but Psalm chapter 100, here's another sort of simple 
thought, but another important one, another key one. Psalm chapter 100, verse number 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. Now in context for the Jews, this is referring to the temple. But I do not believe that it is much of a stretch here to say that we ought to be praising God when we come to church. We already looked at we're to be praising Amen. God amongst other people back when we looked at that under point number one. But the idea of praising God with the multitudes, praising God in the congregation. I love the way we started the service. Praising God for some of the things that He has done in our lives. Amen. Church ought to be the easiest place for us to be praising God. Yes, church sir. ought to be the easiest place for us to be discussing what God has done in our lives when we are surrounded with other saints, when we're surrounded with other Christians, other people who are also praising God. We ought to be Amen. praising God at church. Psalm chapter number 104. When are we to praise God? This one sort of makes all the rest of them fairly needless, but Psalm chapter 104. Verse number 33, Psalm 104, verse 33. I will sing unto the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. You and I are alive this morning. We ought to be praising God. It is a good time to be praising God. Um, we'll come back to this thought a little bit later. But just the very fact that we are alive, we're told we're to be praising God. And even if we weren't alive, I mentioned that before, we'd be praising God in heaven. There is no time when we should not be praising God. Again, we looked at some uh, couple specific, couple simple thoughts there. But the idea that as long as we are living, as long as we are alive, we ought to be praising God. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. David said, hey, as long as I'm alive, I'm going to be praising the Lord. That ought to be our attitude as well. When are we to be praising God? You can throw out all the other ones and just hold on to that one. As long as you and I are alive, we're to be praising God. When are we to praise God? And then lastly, number four, how are we to praise God? Again, four very simple questions. If I were to ask you, you could probably give me the answers off the top of your head just from what you know about the Bible. But I think it's a good thing to be reminded. It's a good thing to... to sort of re-emphasize this thought of praising the Lord. How are we to praise the Lord? Back for the last time to the beginning of Psalms, Psalm chapter 7. Psalms chapter 7. Once you found it, Psalm 7, verse 17. David writes, I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness, and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Amen. We're to be praising God in righteousness. Praising God in righteousness. God is such a holy God. God is such a, a perfect God. God is such a righteous God that when we come to him, when we come to him to praise him, we need to be coming in righteousness. We need to be coming confessing our sin. We need to be coming, making sure our Amen. hearts are pure, our hearts are clean, coming before God with praise in righteousness. Praise in righteousness. Uh, two chapters over, Psalm chapter 9. Psalm chapter 9. Another key thought. How are we to praise God? Psalm 9 verse 1. I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. 
with my whole heart. I will shew forth all thy marvelous works. I've been teaching through the minor prophets in uh, upper school Bible. And one of the thoughts that ha uh, shows up over and over and over again is the idea that God is always after the heart. He tells the Jews, I'm not after your sacrifices. I'm not after all of your Jewish uh, rituals and traditions. I'm after your heart. And the same is true for each one of us. God is after our heart. And when we come to God to praise Him, it should be with our whole heart. Not divided, not with any Amen. false motives, but with our whole heart. We're to praise God with our whole heart. Um, on a more practical note, Psalm chapter 18. We've already been to Psalm 18 at least one other time. Psalm chapter 18, verse 49. How are we to praise God? Psalm 18, 49 says, Therefore will I give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and sing praises unto thy name. We are to sing unto God. We're to sing praises. A large part of our praise to God is singing. If you read through the book of Psalms, nearly every single one of those would have been songs that were sung. And it doesn't necessarily have to be out loud in a public setting. But we are told in Ephesians that we're to be singing in our hearts unto the Lord. The idea of having a song in your heart is something that is so key. Something that is so important. Having that song in our hearts, singing unto the Amen. Lord in our heart. Whether no one else hears it, whether it's just us alone. But singing unto God, singing these praises are so important. Singing the praise of God. I love uh, singing the psalms, uh, the scripture songs that we'll sometimes put in the service. And just having those thoughts, those words, those that melody in your heart and in your mind throughout a day. Sometimes waking up with that and just yeah. singing those praises unto God. We are on a practical note to sing. We are told that many times. This is just one uh, passage. You could find many others throughout the book of Psalms telling us to sing the praises of God. And with that, on the other side, Psalm chapter 35. Psalm chapter 35, verse number 28, Psalm 35, 28, we're to sing his praises, but verse 28, and my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and of thy praise all the day long. We're to be speaking the praise of God. We mentioned this sort of at the beginning, but in our conversation with others, that praise is supposed to flow out. That praise is supposed to be part of our conversation. That praise is supposed to be part of our relationships. Uh, he says, I will speak of thy righteousness and of thy praise all the day long. Is a challenging thought because I don't know how much of my day-to-day -day conversation consists of praising God. I really don't want to see that out on a pie chart because I'd probably be very, very convicted about how little of my speech involves praising God. But he said, I will pray, I will speak of thy thy righteousness and thy praise all the day long, all throughout our day. We are to be speaking the praise of God. Psalm chapter 47, how are we to praise God? Praise Him in righteousness. Praise Him with our whole heart. We are to sing His praises. We are to speak His praises. How are we to praise God? Psalm chapter 47, verse number 7. We've already been here and we already read the verse. Look at verse 7. For God is the King. Of all the earth, sing, there's another reference to singing his praises, but sing ye praises with understanding. Amen. This is an interesting thought here. We're to sing praises, we're to praise God with understanding. 
That idea of the more we understand about who God is, the more we understand about His character, about His love, about His mercy, about His grace, as we already mentioned some of those different things, the more we understand who God is, the more that ought to drive us to praise Him as we understand how awesome, how magnificent, how wonderful our God is. We're to praise Him with understanding that growing of who God is, that knowledge of how awesome our God is, ought to drive us to praise. We're to praise God with understanding. Uh, Psalm chapter 54. Psalm chapter 54. How are we to praise God? Verse 6, Psalm chapter 54, verse 6. I will freely sacrifice unto thee. I will praise thy name, O Lord, for it is good. We praise God. One of the ways that we can show our praise is quite simply through sacrifice. Whether that is of our time, whether that is through our, our abilities or our treasures, as the saying often goes. Sacrificing unto God is a way that we show our praise. We show how much He has done for us. We show how good He has been by giving some of that back to Him. Sacrificing unto God is a way to show our praise. How are we to praise God? Lastly, Psalm chapter 109. Psalm chapter 109. I like this one. Psalm 109 verse 30. It says, I will greatly praise the Lord with my mouth. Yea, I will praise Him among the multitude. I like that word. I will greatly praise. Praise the Lord. If you were to ask Miss Rogers, she would tell you that that L-Y ending tells us that it's an adverb telling us how we are supposed to do something. We are to have great praise for God because He is a great God. And because He has done great things for us, our praise ought to be great. We should have great praise. Our praise should be something that is a major portion of our lives. Our praise should be something that is dominant. Our praise should be something that is that we put focus on. Our praise should be something that we emphasize. It is to be that great praise. We are to greatly praise the Lord. How are we to praise God? It's to be in righteousness. It's to be with a whole heart. It's to be with our focus on God. In a practical sense, singing, speaking His praising, uh, uh, His praise, excuse me. We're to praise Him with understanding. The more we understand about God and who He is, His character, it ought to drive us to praise Him more and more. And then we are to greatly Praise the Lord. It's not to be something that just that just sneaks in at the end of our day. It's not to be something that is just as an oversight. It's not to be something that, that we just sort of gloss over. It's to be something that is to be great. Something that is to be a major focus in our lives. We are to greatly praise the Lord. Turn, if you would, to Psalm chapter 150. And we'll close here this evening. Psalm chapter 150. David is maybe the greatest example in the Bible of praising the Lord, of worshiping the Lord. And we looked at just a few examples, a few verses. And again, over 150 references in Psalms, we could have looked at many, many, many more on each one of these subjects. And I purposely left it fairly broad on purpose, fairly uh, vague on purpose, so that it can be applied to each one of our lives, the different areas 
of praise in our life. But our, pray, our praise life is so important. Our praise life, our worship of God is so key. And yet it's often overlooked. It's often glossed over. When in reality, it should be something that is so important, so emphasized, so focused in our lives. Psalm chapter 150. We're going to read the whole chapter. I love the whole chapter. It's only six verses. We're going to read the whole chapter sort of in closing. Psalm chapter 150, verse 1 says, Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Remember, we're to greatly praise the Lord. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with the string instruments and organs. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Now, you may have seen this illustration before, and if you have, please bear with me. But if you would, take your hand and stick it out in front of you. Take your hand and stick it out in front of you. Bring it back in front of your face and blow out on it. You know what that was? That was your breath. That was your breath. Psalm chapter 150, verse number 6, says, Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. If you felt just a moment ago that breath on your hand, that means that you and I are to be praising the Lord. We already looked at a verse that said, that as long as we have our living, as long as we have our being, as long as we are alive, we are to be praising the Lord. And it's a challenge for me to, to look at these different verses, these different thoughts, and then look at my own life. Look at my own conversations. Look at my own prayer time. Look at my own walk with God and see how much of that is me just talking about myself, me praying for things that I need, me even praying for other people, me focused on my day-to-day -day life, how much of it is focused there versus how much of it is focused in praise to God for how good He has been. It's a convicting thought to me. It's a challenging thought to me because unfortunately that ratio is often far out of balance, far out of whack, far more focused on either me or on my day-to-day my -day business, my life, different things that are going on, far more focused on that rather than focused on praising God. And so for just a few minutes tonight, I wanted to take some time, go through the book of Psalms, and if you will, have a praise life tune-up, a praise life tune-up. I hope that it was a challenge to you as much as it was to me with that thought of how much are we praising God? How much emphasis in our life is praising God? The Bible clearly places a great emphasis on it. The Bible clearly places a great priority on praising God. Again, over 250 times we're told to praise the Lord. Something that is repeated that often, something that is given that much uh, preeminence throughout the page of Scripture ought to be something that is of major importance and major uh, vitality in our own spiritual life, in our own walk with God. And I hope that, like me, you were challenged a little bit to maybe just make a couple tweaks in your prayer time. Maybe just make a couple tweaks in our conversation. Maybe just make a couple tweaks in the way we live our lives so that there is a greater emphasis, a greater focus, and a greater purpose 
on praising our awesome God because he is so, so, so worthy of our praise. Let's pray this evening. Lord, we do love you.